Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and Life Coach Joel Elston here. Today is Thursday, March 15th, 2018, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, your first daily dose of happy for the day. And Joel, we've been doing really good with the happy this week. Every single day has been a happy day, and, and I hope it's been a happy week for you, too. It has been. Uh, incredible stuff is happening. I, I tend to enforce that in my life on a daily basis, so uh, uh, it continues. It's great. It's been a great week. That's fantastic. That's really good. Um, we're talking about something today, as we usually do, where I pick something up from uh, your timeline. We're going to be talking about the question of, are we keeping our ships safe in our harbors? And it, it's it's one of those loaded questions, right? It's one of those questions like, well, it makes yeah. you think you're going one direction, but it's actually going another direction. Um, but uh, before we get to that, I, oh, I just I have my cat in my lap, and I unfortunately just whacked her in the head as I was reaching for something, so I'll have to pet her a little bit more. But um, well, so much for her happy way. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, she's happy. As can be. She is curled up in my lap. She's purring away. She is just in heaven right now. So the the whack to the head hardly even noticed that one. <laughs> But, okay, uh, good. I just wanted to uh, uh, alert everybody. Well, first of all, we like to share wins at the beginning of these shows. I want to alert everybody something that uh, happened late yesterday that uh, Wendy and I touched upon. We had our 30,000th play of LOA Today episodes since November 2016. So, I mean, it, it just continues to grow, and it's exciting. That's amazing, 30,000. That, yeah. that's, that's just a great number, and... And to watch it grow at the rate it's growing is amazing. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's getting more and more fun every day too, which is makes it even better because it just keeps improving every day. Um, so that that's my biggest win for the morning. That plus the fact that I have a cat in my lap, you know. So that's a nice thing. But what's what's the big win in your week, to, you know, or for today anyway? Well, well, uh, you know the the way I I, I look at it, I, you know. Every, every first of all, I know it sounds so silly, but you know, every morning I wake up is a massive win. Yeah, uh, it, it there there really isn't a win that matters more than that. Uh, but to be given the opportunity of a new day, uh, and, and that's how I wake up in the morning. Like, okay, here I am. I'm grateful for this, and no matter what's happened before, I have a chance for for unlimited opportunities in each day that I've been given that opportunity. So it, it's just a reminder to me that. You know, on a bigger scheme, there's a win every day, and and then, but on a a more micro type uh, setting or review, I, I look at you know just where I'm at in life, and and you know some of the stuff that I've I've you know business wise, I'm I'm just doing incredibly well. I have as many patients as I want to have. Uh, you know, we we we're working on our our collaborative book with the coaches, uh, and that you know you're sort of masterminding, and. Uh, with with all of that, that's great. I, I'm working on my other books. Uh, I got a call the other day, uh, I think two days ago, and one of my ultimate goals has been, and while I love what I'm doing, I would like to do more public speaking. Oh. Uh, you know, the the, the idea that I, I do public speaking, um, but I haven't marketed it at a level that, you know, you know, where you go out and you're doing 20 speeches a year and, and right. that becomes sort of your main source of income. So I, I, you know, I do two or three a year and they're, they're, you know, they, they pay well. And, but I'm not, again, not up in that upper category where you're making the really big money. So I have mm -hmm. uh, actually was contacted by a, a gentleman that he, he is, uh, he, he runs several treatment centers uh, at, out on the West coast and, you know, he he actually you know, I do I do uh, 
also do consulting and sort of working with people on motivational, trying to get their life back on track or, or their careers back on track. So he has uh, this mini type conference that he is going to do for treatment professionals in California. And he said, look, he said, I really need your perspective on addiction, you know, the law of attraction. We got to, we got to change this up. And, and, and so he's been talking to me about that. And, I, and so I'm thinking he's talking about a staff of 20 or 30, which I would certainly come out and do, which I do that stuff all the time. But he said, he said, we're going to have 400 people at this conference and I would like for you to be the keynote speaker. Ooh. And, and I'm like, why? I mean, and, 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 you know, and, and, you know, financially it's a, a great opportunity. And, and so, so the idea that I put that out there and some of that stuff, so I call that a really big win this week yeah. uh, where, yeah. And, and that's where I, you know, I, I, in a perfect world, if I were to create, which I'm doing, if I were to create the, the, the life that I, I would envision where I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing on a daily basis, it isn't far off from where I'm at, but I would be, I would like to have our radio show go national, mm-hmm. uh, be on, on some type of, uh, you know, you know, XM radio and, and have a, a, a show like we're doing, but do it on a, a national forum and do public speaking and, and do, and continue to do my life coaching. And th- in that world, I'm doing, I'm doing the show, I'm doing my life coaching, I'm doing public speaking. So I'm already there. I just would like to take it to that next level. And I, and, and I see it coming. I, I feel it coming. And um, so it's been a big week of wins. And when you accept your wins, uh, all you can do is invite more wins into your life. So it's been That's a great true. week so far, as I said. And I'm, wow. I'm excited that you know, LOA Today is, is the vision you set, set out to do several years ago uh, when – it, it would be me and you talking or, or even before right. I was involved, you know, there might be two people listening for the entire thing. I mean, to have 30,000 <laughs> listens is amazing. It is. It really is amazing. Uh, yeah. That first show was Louise and I doing the first show and we had a grand total of zero listeners. <laughs> so yeah, you have to kind of start with a lot of faith, but I mean, talk about law of attraction. You get this call pretty much out of the blue to come speak to 400 people. Wow, that's a great attraction manifestation. It, it really is, and I, you know, and, and I talked to him before, and he knows me, and and so the the idea that uh, you know, and, and then of course, what I have to do when it comes to like the financial side of that, that you know, public speaking, uh, the public speaker gets paid quite a bit. When you're talking to 400 people, there, there's so I have to. He, he said, "Well, how much is it going to be?" I said, "Well, let me." Let me get I, my initial reaction was to go low and not, you know, just not, not rock the boat or scary. But at the same time, I want to, if I'm going to do this, I, I'm not going to lose money by doing it either. So I have, you know, have to figure out. I'm, I'm talking to a couple of their speakers and seeing what a, a sort of a going middle of the road rate would be. And that's what I'm going to charge. But that's mm-hmm. not even the big thing as much as it is, you know, just the idea that that part of it's coming along. Uh, you know, and, and then and how it drags. And if you look at the big picture, how I look at all this, the more public speaking I do, the more our name, my name gets out there. The more the law of attraction, uh, LOA today gets out there. Our sure. collaborative book gets out there. My other book gets. So it it really is a part of this that as we go forward, uh, this is what we're going to do. This is the direction, and and it, it you can see it fill in the blanks. Uh, and it's sort of manifesting as it, as we go along. And it, it's a, an incredible thing to be able to just have a front row seat and watch it. And be a part of it, too. I mean, you're a part of it in a big, big way. That's fantastic. It's got to feel good. It, well, it, 
It does. But when I say watch it, I mean, it, it, I can only do my part, but then to watch it all come together oh, yes. with surprising little left, little effort on my part in reality to make this happen. It's right. like, wow, okay. you know, this is, this is pretty good. So I, I, I love it. Yeah, that's fantastic. It, it, of course, as usual, it ties directly in to the topic that we're talking about today because you, you have a, a, a tendency to post a lot of interesting posts on Facebook, very often stuff that you've picked up elsewhere, but stuff that has little messages in it you know, to kind of give people a different perspective on what's going on in their lives and you know, the stuff that they're wrestling with. Maybe they don't need to wrestle with it so much and, and so on and so forth. Um, you came up with one really interesting one that said uh, something to the effect of, and I'm going to be paraphrasing here because I don't have it in front of me, um, your, your ship is safe in the harbor, but that's not where ships were designed to be made for. They were designed to be out on the ocean. So the, the topic yeah. today is, you know, are we keeping our ships safe in the harbor? And I have to say the first, the first thought, now this, this shows that I have not completely eliminated this, the negative self-talk from my mind, despite the fact that I'm doing the mirror work and it is fading. There is no doubt about it. I am noticing it this morning. I noticed in a big way uh, when I first woke up that the negative self-talk is a lot quieter than it was 24, 25 days ago when I first started doing the mirror work. So it's definitely working, but it isn't gone yet. That's my point. And one of the ways that I knew it wasn't gone is when I saw your post. The first thing I thought of was December 7th, 1941. Well, they kept all the ships in the harbor, and that didn't work too well. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it, keeping your ship in the harbor is wow. not necessarily the best point, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess if we're going to go to 1941 for the reference, uh, you're, probably, you're probably right. That's not the best quote, but I, I, I would like to think, more to general terms with that. And, and what, what I challenge people to do, including myself, um, when, when you look at what we do I, I, at, at law of attraction, a lot of people are, are thinking, okay, look, I, I just got to be positive and, and great things are going to happen. And there's a lot to be said that that's accurate. However, the concept that we get out and we do things. We we take chances. We move forward. We we add. You know, we go from one radio show a week to adding. You know, you know, to twice a day, and then an additional. You know, when we do all these things, like you're doing, you, that that's stepping out of your comfort zone. And and I actually think of you uh, uh, often when you know when uh, that type of post, and I uh, I post it because you're tendency, and I, I use this example in a very complimentary way with you, uh, you, you are a plotter and a planner. We talk about that. Oh, you, yes. Uh, you you want to you study it for about seven years and then um, <laughs> have, a, have somebody else study it and look at it. When you made this decision, you had this epiphany that you shared with me, and I don't know if you even remember saying it as an epiphany, but you basically... You you just launched this thing. You went way out of your comfort zone. I did. You yes. didn't. You didn't process. We you didn't even really have a very stable format for us to do the show. But you we jumped right. And uh, that drastic action that you took took your ship out of your safe harbor. And everybody's safe harbor is different. Uh, salespeople who are effective aren't afraid of rejection. Uh, salespeople who uh, make the most money, understand rejection's part of it. People who are successful in life understand failure is a piece of success. It's not 
instead of success. Mm. And so stepping out of your comfort zone or getting your ship out of your harbor is where life is. It's where, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here at a point in life where, uh, you know, things are going really well. I, I have a good income. Life is going well. And I decide to adopt another child. That's taking the ship back out of the harbor. Very much. Uh, that's, that's very much where life takes place. The harbor is a good place to recharge your battery, mm. but it's not a great, it's not a place of growth. It's not it. it when you, your comfort zone is, uh, we'll call the comfort zone, the harbor. Uh, it is a place of retreat that I, I don't mind visiting, but I don't want to just be stuck in my comfort zone that there's nothing taking place there. Comfort is about relaxation and, and it's all necessary, but, Life is out on the sea. Life is the journey. The journey itself is, you know, getting up. You know, we, we get so preoccupied with a destination of, I can't wait till I can get to a point of, and retire is what a lot of people feel. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that, yeah. that I have few fears in life, but retiring and sitting around doing nothing is one of them. <laughs> uh, I'm with that you is too. not a goal of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a brain that needs to keep busy. I have a brain that likes to 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 engage. I I, I feel, you know one of one of the things that I, I discovered the other day is I did not know I had a step tracker uh, on my phone. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things that is just built in. Right. And so I, I clicked because I was trying to delete some of the apps. I clicked on it and it said you've exceeded your goals today. And I go, well, thank you. I didn't even know what I was talking about. I was very proud of that <laughs> app telling me I exceeded my goals, and I I didn't know exactly what goals it was talking about. Oh, but I, I was really pleased that I exceeded those goals. <laughs> well, apparently my goals are for walking fifteen thousand steps a day. Hmm. And. You know, I look back over the past month and I've exceeded 15,000 steps every day. And I'm very, I, I, tr I park, I do weird things like this. I, I park as far away from any place that I'm at. So I walk in the parking lot. I always take the stairs. I never take an elevator. Uh, I, I, I believe that movement is the most positive thing you can do for your body in a healthy way without, and, and on top of that, my normal exercise routine, but I like to walk. I've, I, I, I have, uh, my, one of the most effective tools that I have found in working with my patients with anxiety walls is going on uh, uh, walking sessions. We go on walking sessions. They yeah. love that. Anxiety patients find great benefit because their initial reaction is, let's stay in the safe harbor of your office when we go out and we start walking. But they find the action of walking and talking and, and getting that fresh air and that sunshine or, or, that, or that cold air and that, that mist. Uh, whatever we're walking through, but we get up and we go walk. Well, you know, I, I walk an average of three miles each session. Uh, and I feel good about that. And, and I, so I've exceeded that goal. The safety or the comfortable place is to sit at my desk. That's where the safety is. Mm -hmm. And, and that's where the comfort is, but it's not where I find the most benefit. And that, that's sort of the point of that post to me. It is to accept and challenge ourselves to say we were given this life. We weren't given our the, this life to sit into the harbor, in the harbor. And 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 trust me, things are going to happen. There's things that you wish you were in the harbor for. I, you know, I've had a lot of events happen in my life, as you know, that are, are you know not not the best. Right. 
but my response to it has been that's been part of this journey and and my vessel you know i'm i'm you know i i laughed the other day i i had gone to uh get my driver's license renewed and and it's been 10 years since the picture was taken on my driver's license. Well, you know, I, I, when I got my driver's license, I probably looked 10 years younger than I was when I got it. Uh, well, now I look my age. So there, you're probably, you know, <laughs> I probably aged 20 years since that, that has been taken. And, and the lady, I guess it was a reaction. She goes, what happened to you? <laughs> and I, I, I laughed and I, cause it is a, my, license picture was a really good picture. And I said, and my response was life. Mm. A lot of life happened to me. And, and I, I, I don't, I'm not upset with that, that, that the fact that my body shows some wear and tear and I get a little gray hair and some wrinkles, that's okay. That shows that life has happened. Yeah. So it's about a perspective and, and my vessel's been dinged up a little bit, but I still keep taking it out of the harbor. I don't want to just stay in the harbor. The thing about taking the the boat out of the harbor is it, it's almost like a backward way of looking at because it, it, it implies I'm looking back at the harbor even if I'm taking the boat out. But, of course, we don't have to look that direction. We can also look out to sea because that's where we're going. We're heading out to sea, yeah. and out to sea is where the adventures are. That's where life happens. Right. That's where life gets exciting. Well, and, and that's where that statement that, that I – and, and I, it, it's – a lot of these are cliches, and you mentioned earlier that a lot of the, the stuff that I share, I pick up from other people. Let me be clear. Everything I share, I pick oh, up. Oh, all of it. Oh, okay. I have very original. <laughs> yeah, let, let me be very clear. I, even my original posts are a combination of things I've learned from other people over well, the years. Cool. So that's I, fine. I'm, real, I'm really good at learning, but I, I don't necessarily claim to be the inventor. I just like to learn what, what's there. Uh, but when, when I view it, the the I, I don't even like to think there's a harbor. I don't even like the fact of having one harbor. Mm. I, I have enough faith that there's another harbor down the road when I need it. Yeah. But I'm not staying close to this harbor. I'm just going out. This journey that we're on is not to be confused with the destination. And and that that's where we were always we're almost always taught let's work toward these things versus. The journey is the destination. What we're doing is the process. It is what matters. It isn't where we're going. The go where we get or going is not relevant. The going is a tool. The, the destination is the tool that creates this journey, which is the actual experience of it. Uh, I, I was talking with a man the other day that he, he did all the years in the military, several years, however, like 25 years. And he never saw combat, and and you know he he. So we were just talking about he, he's at a point. He's still a young man, and, he, and he's like, what he wants to do, and and he said, I just I just need something that I, I'm fulfilled at, and you know he has a nice income for the rest of his life, but he certainly doesn't want to stop living and and mm -hmm. and being productive. So he he. I said, well, tell me about what you you the military, and and he kept talking about basic training. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm like, well, that was a long time ago. What about the military action itself? And he'd talk a little bit about his job, but he kept going back to basic training. And he was describing basic training as very hard and very difficult. And he remembers the, the, the suffering and all the, the stuff that he went through. But as we were processing it, he, he's the one that came up with this. I said, I find it interesting you keep reverting back to what your perception 
of the worst part of the military was, which you think is basic training, but you almost speak with it with the most fondness. It's the most accomplishment of your military career was basic training. And he said, well, I'd never thought of it that way. Hmm. And I, and so he looked at it, he goes, my, my most fulfilling part was the hardest part. I have the most feeling of accomplishment that I did lead my platoon in the most push-ups and being, I was a platoon leader. And, I, and this is, you know, again, this happened years ago. Right. So he had a 25-year career, and that eight-week period of basic training is what was the most standout portion of that. Mm. And he, he reframed it to understand that that really was what he cared about the most, the hardest part. We go through life and we look back on life and we go, I overcame that. I survived that. I thrived after that. The journey is our life. And, and when you can get up every day and face the journey with, I'm a survivor. I'm going to get through this. It, it's, I'm not only going to get through it, I'm going to come out on the other side. It's a part of what makes me. When we lose a job or we don't have uh, money or we don't have these situations that we, 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 we start looking at it, oh, everything's terrible. It's a normal way to look at it. That's how we're taught to look at. But I always look at what a new opportunity. And I've seen that happen in my life it, where I wouldn't be sitting here today talking to you, having life I have, if I didn't have these seemingly horrible events that in retrospect were events that got me to that next level. Losing a job that I didn't expect to lose is the greatest thing that happened. I would still be in that job. Mm. While I love the job, it's not near as exciting as what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. And that's part of having what I would consider to be a true career. A career is not a single job. Your job over the years has transitioned dramatically in many ways. You're still doing very much the same work you've been doing for a number of years, although it's not what you did in your earlier years. In your earlier years, you were doing work you hated entirely. It was a completely different kind of work. Right. But your career is the entire path in the way I look at it. Most people think of the career as, well, I'm going to, be a, I'm going to have a career as a psychotherapist who does law of attraction, which is what you do. Um, but that's not your career. Your career is the work you do in your life. As a whole, that's your career. That's the way I look at right. it. And when you when you look at the career, right. then the only way to look at a career, like you're saying, is that it's a journey. And it's a journey that has a lot of twists and turns in it. But it's a journey. And the more twists and turns it has, the more adventure you're having. That's the right. way I see it. Yeah. And that that see that and that relates directly to the top the topic. You know, when our our audiences going through challenges or we're dealing with, you know, various things, it's easy to keep saying, boy, if this would happen, I would be happy. Or uh, if, if this wouldn't, oh, yeah. you know, be this situation, I would be happy. Well, the the, the truth is, well, you know, the, the being happy has nothing to do with other situations. Saying you're either happy or you're not happy. And that that's, that's going to be where you're at. And the harbor while again is a or your comfort zone is a needed place, but so many people mistake the journey as a as a way to get to the comfort zone. I look at it as the comfort zone is a place to sort of relax for a few minutes while you're on your way to the journey. It's more of a rest area for me now. If I look at it, I'm going to go across interstate. I know there's you know there, there's a couple of rest areas between here and where I'm going. And and while I don't want to live in that rest area, it's nice to stop and stand up and walk around. Absolutely. And uh, 
and that and that's sort of how I look at harbors. I, I don't like to have one harbor. I just I just trust in the fact that there's going to be harbors along the way, but I I I don't like to stay in those. I when I'm going somewhere, I'd love to get where I'm going. Uh, I, I because of the you know and and have the experience along the way. I, I love that. I, I don't want to get stuck in. Well, this is this is only where you you're safer here. You're and, and again, you weren't given this incredible ability to overcome and 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 deal with things to not have life. Ha- life is going to happen, and and when you spend your life avoiding those those things in life, you're going to miss out on the on the stuff that was intended. Uh, we we all are going to have uh, pain happen. We're all going to have disappointment and frustration happen. We're going to have victories happen. Sometimes you can never see the victories without the frustrations. You can never appreciate the wealth without the poverty. Um, you, you know, the, the idea that I don't, money is not a factor in worry in my life anymore. It, it's not a, I've proven that enough that I don't have to fear not having money. I, I have, enough money now that I, you know, I, I, the other day I was contemplating uh, and I went ahead and did it because it was so reasonable, even at my age, you know, to get a t- like a 10 year life term policy, life insurance policy, you know, just because of Justin's age and mm-hmm. sure. I want to make sure everything was taken care of. Right. Uh, but I, I, I don't really need it. I mean, he's probably taken care of anyway, but this will, you know, put it over the top if something happens. I'm not anticipating anything happen. It's just a little safety net. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, it was a nice place to be in. Yeah. And it's just this, this, you know, it's to, to make sure that, that there's no longer going to be this, this thing that I worry about that end of my life. There's, there's no worry. I'm in great health. There's no worry there. I have a job and career I love. There's no worry there. I have to scan the horizons for things to worry about. And, uh, <laughs> which you don't normally uh, which do I, anyway, which, which I don't do. Uh, but I know people that do, and and it, and then they want to retreat back to their place of safety. Well, I don't want to take that chance. I might fail. I hear that a lot. Mm. Yes, I, I hope you do. I hope you do <laughs> fail because it's going to be it's going to be worth it. It's part of that. It, it wouldn't mean anything if it didn't. T- you have to go out there and try it. You have to go out there and 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 push yourself. Those are exciting things. Uh, and, and I love it, but that becomes that piece of uh, of this big picture of the journey that we want to travel, this road we want to walk. That harbor is a great place to visit, but you don't want to live there. I agree with you. As you were talking, one of the thoughts that was coming through my mind was uh, thoughts about various posts that I've seen recently on Facebook, in particular in this one Law of Attraction group that I'm a member of. Um, that is growing quite quickly, I might say, too. Um, a very common kind of post there is one where somebody posts that something bad happened. And inevitably, there are a whole bunch of commenters who say, well, life just happens. It's not your fault. You didn't detract it. And it always rubs me a little bit the wrong way because I know, well, actually, the law of attraction tells us we attract everything into our lives. So everything that comes into our lives, we attracted. Now, I also recognize it's probably not a good idea to be focusing primarily on that when something's going wrong. What you really need to do is to focus on what 
is going to get you out of there and what the solutions are. And, and you're not going to get there by saying, oh, my God, I attracted this into my life. Oh, no. Going down that road is not going to get you there. You have to, to change the focus. But nevertheless, I think it's also important to recognize that, yeah, you know, we, we attract stuff into our lives. Okay, great. Now I can put that aside. We, we attract stuff into our lives. Now that I know that I've attracted stuff into to my life and some of it was bad, what am I going to do about it? Okay, I don't have to live in the fact that I attracted this into my life. I don't have to wring my hands and shake my head. Oh, God, I keep attracting all this stuff into my life. I don't have to go down that road. I can actually go down a different road. I can go down a road that says, you know what? This is the beginning of, of a new increase. This is the beginning of a big improvement because in order to rise high, you have to start from a low place. Well, I'm in a low place right now. I can only go up from here. Well, and, and part of part of being a practitioner of the law of attraction, you, you have to accept that everybody's on their own journey and their own mission. And I, I have often printed comment or, or almost posted comments similar to what you're talking about when people are going through things and, and deleted them or erased them before I posted them. I can't, it's not my job to make other people see my, I, I if you want to know what works in my life, I'll be glad to tell you. But it, it, you know, when you see people post these things and uh, you know, my reaction is the same thing. Well, I didn't attract this or it's not your fault or, you know, it was like, well, yeah, yeah, it is. But I, I it's not productive in their world. They haven't gotten to that place yet. There was a time when I wasn't there. Mm. And so it, it's, it's hard often to allow people to get, except the only way you can get there is your journey. Like we have our audience listening today and the, the you know, we, we along, the, there'd have to be some interest in the law of attraction for them to be listening but I promise you there's people right now that are the skeptical crew that are sure. still looking at it like, yeah, yeah, I don't know if I really attracted that into my life. Well, it, it isn't – We and we talk about that term blame all the time. Yes. Our society is so worried about blame. Oh, and, it's crazy. And it, it's – it, it is, it, or the victimhood of it all, and, and it's so much better, and religion also sort of lends itself, well, it's not your fault, uh, you know, uh, you know the question, and, 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 I, and I don't want to go down this path, so I'm not going to do it, but just a second, um, you know, it's like, I pray that the, that, you know, the thunderstorm and hurricane doesn't take out my house. Well, it skipped your town and took out 20 houses over there. Well, thank God, God protected me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Okay, so what did that say to the other side? It, that's not what it's about. It's not about the blame. Things happen. Things take place. Life is going to happen. And some of the stuff we attract, some of the things that we're, we may be in the way of other people attracting things, but at the end of the day, it's your response to all of this that happens. I've, I've shared a story on multiple occasions about uh, two clients that I've worked with that had this ironic connection both clients, not related to each other, didn't know each other, totally separate reactions to the exact same scenario. They both had homes that burned down. And they weren't in the home, and neither one of them lost any pet or anything or a loved one. But they both lost everything they had. Mm. Same, same scenario. Yeah. One of them viewed it as the most traumatic event of his life to come home where he lost absolutely everything. It was devastating. He may still be in therapy from that. I don't know. That's been five years ago. Uh, I won't work with him any longer. 
However, the other guy that I was working with at the time happened to mention midway through the session, <laughs> yeah, my house burned down last week. And my, we just mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I would think that would be higher up the list. He goes, no, 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 it's no problem. Uh, he said, in reality, I, I get all new stuff. I'm actually making money. I was going to sell my house anyway. Now I don't have to pay, pay a realtor's fee. I'm coming out. I figure about $75,000 above everything. Things are great. Uh, my kids are happy. They're getting all brand new stuff. Uh, it, it is just, it really is sort of what we were hoping for. Not the house burned down. It is inconvenient, but nobody was hurt. The dog happened to be being groomed when the house caught on fire. So we didn't even lose our dog. And, and, and his view, it was not a traumatic event. The same thing happened to the other guy, but it was a loss of everything. And, it, and and that's the perspective that we bring to the table. The law of attraction teaches us the response to things are going to give you that similar response. It, it is what you're feeling, the emotion that's attached to it. It's so easy to get stuck. We as a society have been taught to view it as a negative. Well, I, you know, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Or I'm so sorry. And, and I'm not trying to belittle what people are going through, but the over-traumatization of, of people to events, it, it's almost conditioned to, uh, re- remember the lady I was talking to you about that was being interviewed on the radio, on TV after her house burned down? Right. This wasn't a client, but I, I, she was, she, the, the, the reporter was like, well, how does it feel to lose everything? And she goes, well, we're insured and we're staying at our sister's tonight. And we're going to be getting another house. Don't worry. Insurance company's already given us a $10,000 check. Uh, they, they're, they're on top of it. We're in good shape, but grateful nobody was hurt. And the reporter kept saying, but how does it feel to lose your pictures and all the, the stuff, the memorabilia? And she said, well, everything's backed up on the computer. Uh, we can get all, you know, nowadays you get all new pictures and there's really nothing that we can't replace. And the reporter asked another leading question. And finally, the lady said, are you trying to get me to cry? I know that helps your <laughs> ratings when you can say. But I, she said, this isn't a bad thing. It, I'm sorry we lost our house, and it is inconvenient, but nobody was hurt here. What? Why do yeah. you need to ask? The, and this is on live TV. Why do you need to ask? Are you? If, it, I know it makes for a better lead up when you can show the crying victim mom that lost her house. I. My children survived. They weren't home. Lightning hit our house. It caught fire. It burned to the ground. That's it. And it, but the, the reporter was so desperate for a distraught, it, distraught crying woman because she unintentionally knew that that lead into the show, you know, uh, you know, a Richmond woman loses her home or the kids are without a place to live tonight. Film at six, you know? Yeah, well, right. Yeah. It's not the narrative the, the lady brings to the table because it's it's just life is going to happen. We are incredibly strong human beings that were given this this journey to live. And some people believe we were we could choose this journey. We even cho- chose this journey that we're on. That's a, another day topic. But regardless, we are given the ability to deal with so much, but yet we are conditioned to believe we're not capable of dealing with anything. Life's going to happen. And we can respond to it however we choose to respond to it. You can respond to it from that position of a victim and then continue to be a victim. If that's how you want to live. You can respond to it with strengths and continue to be strong 
and, and, and attract more positives in your life. Those are the su- successful people get up and they deal with stuff and they move on. It isn't that they don't have problems. It's that they deal with it and they don't get stuck on the negative side of it. And to me, that's the point of why we were put on this planet. I, I think you have a lot in favor of what you're saying. I really do. In fact, it reminds me of one of my own stories back in the late 1990s when Louise and I first met and we were just starting to date and uh, starting to consider the idea of getting married. And in fact, we did get married. This was 1998. We did get married the following year, 1999. Um, that summer, uh, we, we had met in May for the first time. Um, we dated a few times and we started to get really close in June. And then uh, by July, you know, conversations were starting to happen. Well, around that time, we we lived in Connecticut, and we journeyed to Rhode Island, where um, much of her family is located, uh, not only to visit them, but also to take advantage of the beaches, because there are some great beaches in Rhode Island. So we went to the beach, and I had just bought a new car. It, it was a used car. It was like a two-year-old car, but for me, it was a new car. It was a black uh, Toyota Camry with, with pinstripes on it. I mean, it looked really sleek and elegant. I loved it. Um, but anyway, we had, we were driving in that car and got to the beach and had a great time. And then on the way back, she says, well, I know the route better, obviously, to my own parents' house. Would it be okay if I drive? This is the first time she'd ever drive my car. So I was looking a little bit hesitant. I said, well, okay, just don't get into an accident, right? And I, you know, a little tongue-in-cheek thing, right? Mm-hmm. Fifteen minutes later, we're sitting on the side of the road because we'd gotten into an accident. <laughs> <laughs> thinking, oh God, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm devastated because it's a brand new car and I can see the car is totaled. And you know, we're both relatively unharmed. We had minor injuries, but nothing life-threatening by any stretch of the imagination. And of course, the first thought going through my mind is how on earth am I going to afford to pay for this? I just bought a car. I don't have money to spend on another car. Never occurring to me that the accident wasn't even her fault. It was the other driver that caused the accident and that their insurance was going to pay for it. Didn't even occur to me. All I was thinking is, oh, my God, how am I going to pay for all this? Well, long story short, we got through it, ended up talking to the insurance uh, agent or the insurance rep, I should say, for the other driver's insurance company. And, again, long story short, because there's a whole story that's involved in that, we ended up walking away with some something like an extra $12,000 which went to buying a, an engagement ring and paying for a wedding. Now, did I want to pay for a wedding that oh. way? Absolutely not. I will never, hopefully ever, have to go through something like that in order to pay for something. But there was a major benefit that came out of this really bad situation, and that was our wedding got paid for. And you know what? One of the questions I had in my mind leading up to that point was, well, if we do get married, how the heck are we going to pay for it? Well, guess what? <laughs> it got paid for. So... Even when you are in the middle of something that seems really terrible, you never know what's going to come out of it that could be even more amazing than what you possibly thought could happen. Well, and 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 that that becomes the narrative for life. That that's a perfect story of what happens in life. Things happen, and your response to it makes the difference. When you realize, huh, I I, I got all this paid for. Now you didn't set out to have the wreck to get it no. paid for. It's just, you can look at it from that perspective. But, you know, when people lose a job, it's traumatic. Well, it gives them a better job, often puts them in a better place, in a place that they're happier. Uh, I have a, a former colleague that uh, was is working at this 
at, at this treatment center that she has been very unhappy at for a long time. And she keeps, she makes really good money there and, and she's a doctor and she keeps saying, I'm going to, you know, I hate this place. And, I'm, and finally I said, look, I, I'm sorry you don't like your job, but you obviously don't like it enough to leave or, or dislike it enough to leave. So you're willing to put up with it. So either accept it or change it, but quit complaining about it. Mm. And um, so I, I didn't know she wasn't speaking to me for about a week. And um, <laughs> she said, well, she had to tell me she wasn't speaking to me. She said, well, I guess you realize I haven't spoke to you in a week. And I was like, no, actually, until you told me, I just realized you haven't, you know. So, which which probably should have made her mad, too. But she laughed. She said, well, I figured she wouldn't realize that. Um, but she said, I, I gave my notice. Oh. And I said, well, good for you. She, she said, I'm scared to death. And I said, of what? I said, you're, you're a licensed medical doctor with incredible experience. What in the world are you scared of? And well, I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm worried about this or that. So about three days later, she said, I have seven offers wow. on the table. Can we sit down and figure out which one we want? And she said, none of them are, are I mean, all of them are substantially higher than what I was making before. <laughs> wow. And she said, I know, I know, I know. And she said, "You're right." She said, "I, I she said, I'm, I'm mad at myself for for not taking action before." She said, I, "I, when word got out, I resigned." She said, "I had people calling me. The phone was ringing." She said, "Are you leaving?" And they're saying, "Talk to me first before you sign with anybody." And um, and, and so it, it it's the point that we live in this self imposed belief system of negativity. We often do, and the law of attraction tells us that that's going to bring more. And and so when you get stuck in your harbor, uh, you know that you know I, I picture this harbor is it's really pretty, and everybody said, well, the harbor is where you want to be because it's the safest. Yeah, and it's also the least productive. It's the one where you're not thriving. Mm. The being out on the open water, and yes, the open water is going to have some big storms. And it's the big storms that make you grow. It's the struggle. It, you know, the, the old saying that strong winds make deep roots on trees. Mm. Uh, it, it the, you know, the, the, one of the things that I was amazed at down at the island that um, Anna Maria Island where the bench is located that I talk about often right. is I was there when they had this really severe tropical storm. And, you know, for seasoned veterans in Florida who you spend a lot of time in Florida, you know, you don't leave, you don't even start talking about leaving until it gets to category three or four, you know, uh, category one and two are just basically afternoon thunderstorms. So, <laughs> um, this, this tropical storm just turned into a category one hurricane. And of course I was sitting out there just watching it roll ashore. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's a palm tree that, is this big palm tree. It's on the, it's on the side of the, it's right on the Gulf of Mexico. And this storm comes over and I had no idea this palm tree, it bent and it went back and forth violently. And it, it, and I'm like, Oh my God, this thing's about to come up. It sat through the whole storm, but it never budged. Mm-hmm. It moved a lot, but its roots never budged. And I realized it is because of what it's been through that it's so strong. Right. It it survived it. It blew some of the, the, the leaves or the palm fronds off. It blew them off. 
and it, it looked like it got shaved bald, but it regrew. It came back prettier, bigger, tougher, and stronger. The storm is why that tree looks like that tree looks. Mm-hmm. We are who we are because of our storms, not because of the harbor. Uh, we, we, the harbor is the existing, the storms are the growth. And, that, and when you change your perspective of that, life then becomes uh, what's next? What, what can we take next? And no matter what comes along, it, it has this. And I, I had an interesting, very seldom do it. And I don't think I talked about this last week, but it shocked me. And I'm trying to think of what happened. It was one of these things where my, my, I, I, it, I might not have been, in a, in a wake state, it might've been right before bed and some worry popped into my mind or something. And I wasn't, in, I do well in my very conscious state of not allowing that to happen, but it was subconscious. And I can remember this old narrative that it, it, that I used to have, and it popped back in my mind. And I remember going, Oh my God, I'm not strong enough to handle that. <laughs> and I laughed and go, are you kidding me? Where did that come from? I, I have I, I have complete evidence to the opposite side yeah. of that. Oh yeah, and and so 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 and that's what I want our audience to understand. If you're listening to this show, you're instinctively knowing that you're stronger than what has happened to you. In fact, if you allow yourself to be continue to be strengthened, no matter what you're going through, you are you become stronger. Use that as a challenge. And, and, and live that way. And if you, everything that happens is going to move your, you forward if you allow it to be the case. Or everything that can happen can make you further into the abyss and you can become more of a victim of it. And the only thing that changes, the only thing that's in control of that is your perspective. Not some random event or another person. It's your perspective. And that is the most empowering or defeating knowledge in the world because it just depends on which way you go with it. Yeah, very true. You know, as we're as you're talking there and reiterating these very very simple but life-altering concepts for those of us who take them to heart and you know make them a part of our lives by actually living life. Um, I, I was doing a little searching online while you were talking to see what other people have said about this this very same concept, the concept of the ship staying in the harbor or going out to sea. And I found a really interesting one by the author, the French author, André Gide. He said, you can never cross the ocean unless you have the courage to lose sight of the shore. Yes. Yes. Isn't that nice? That is nice. It's really good. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and that, nothing would happen in life. You know, the the... The concept of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at things that are, we, you know, I could talk for hours about how I love the time that we're alive, all this information. I, I remember a long time ago, uh, it's not so long ago in the big scheme of my life now, but the first time I ever heard about the search engine Google, hmm. um, somebody said, well, yeah, there's a new search engine Google. And I'm like, well, that's, Stupid! Why do they need to do searching? <laughs> um, and I remember early Yahoo having a chance to buy Google for something like ten million dollars, and uh, Yahoo turned them down and said, "No, it's just another search engine." <laughs> um, and I, I can, and, and it's like, oh, okay, I sort of get what they were talking about. The the idea 
that somebody saw something within, first of all, the concept of the, you go even further back with the concept of the internet, you know, Bill Gates had an idea. All this was created through a person with a vision. And they were, most of them were told your vision makes no sense. It, you don't need another search engine. You have Yahoo and web crawler, if I remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you were know, a number of them. Yeah. Internet Explorer, you know, and, and you have and, AltaVista and, and, and Excite and Lycos and all those guys. Yeah. 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 And, and Google comes along and says, you know, no, basically, you know, hold my beer, watch this happen. <laughs> and uh, they, they, they take over everything in a great way. It's one of my favorite companies. They, they, uh, they, they just are so innovative. And then you have Amazon come along and, and everybody's like, you know, the guy selling books online, what's that going to do one day? Well, Walmart's looking at him going, they're our only threat is Amazon. Yeah. Amazon's a, this massive company. And it's a big threat. Continue, they're huge. They, yeah. they, they do amazing things. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so I look at it from a way, you know, for here's an example of, of the good and the bad and the harbor and, and just sort of how you tend to view things. Yesterday, I, I saw that Toys R Us is cl- are closing all of their stores. Oh, are they? Um, wow. Yep. And the, you know, I just, and the only reason I know that is I have a friend that uh, sent me, he's, he's been uh, a manager for Toys R Us for years. He said, we're He's. I've known it for a while. We're closing all the stores here in in England, and we're going to figure out what to do with our our name and our online presence and all that. But we're we're not done with the toy business. But there's no need for physical stores anymore, considering mm-hmm. the only time people buy really buy toys on a intense basis is you know during holidays. Right. Right. And and so he said. He gave me a great compliment. He said, my initial reaction was to say, okay, I've been 25 years with this company. What am I going to do? And then he realized, he said, you know, I have 25 years experience. He said, I know this is going to lead to something. I have, you know, I have have plenty of money saved up. I I have any, and he started telling me all the positives about what his experience has done. Good for him. Uh, And, and he, and he's looking at it from a way of, yeah, he said, there is sadness that a company that I worked hard a bit, but he, he said, it is progress. He said, in reality, you know, I got, I have to be prepared to understand what my job was. What, what was the point? I mean, I love, he, he knows the toy business and, and entertainment, that kind of stuff better than anybody I know. And so he said, uh, his goal now is to, he, he's part of the transition team that does that, but he's also getting his resume out there with, you know, his experience of what he's been through and if somebody is going to need his knowledge. So he's changed it into a positive. There are people that are losing their jobs. That's a sad thing, mm-hmm. but there's new jobs out there that are being created. It, sure. it, there's new opportunities. It, it, it isn't the kids will stop having toys. Nope. It's the toy business has changed. Right. And that's just understanding how you, you get to do this and, you know, you get to live a life where these are the things that that you don't have to get stuck in anymore. The defeat of life is not a defeat if you refuse to accept it as defeat. It's just you getting out of your harbor. And and he, in a sense, realized his ship is now back on the open water, and he's going to be fine. You know, carrying on the theme of the, the ship in the harbor versus the ship out in the open sea, um, he 
is obviously facing uncharted waters. He hasn't been on those waters before. And of course, as these things usually work out, while you're telling that story, I'm finding a quote by Christopher Columbus taken from his diary, uh, 3rd of August, 1492. He says, I should not proceed by land to the east as is customary, but by a westerly route in which direction we have hitherto no certain evidence that anyone has gone. Yeah. In, other, in other words, going in a direction that all of the sane people of the world say, don't go there. We don't know what's over there. You, you could get hurt over there. All kinds of terrible things could go on over there. But he recognized that the only way he was going to do anything to really get something great was to go where no one else had gone before. So when we lose our yeah. job, we're going where no one else is going. We're, we're going into uncharted waters. But it's the uncharted waters that lead us to the best destinations. Well, and, and that's, you know, I, I envision that we have all different types of people listening in all different places in life. But right now there's somebody listening that, that they may be struggling with some of this. They may be uncertain where their future is. They may be stuck in, in some negative thinking processes. So I'm not minimalizing what it's like to go through and, 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 and have to face all this stuff. It's so easy for me to say it sitting where I'm sitting being through what I've been through. I'm just hearing the experience that when you get to a place where I know I'm, it, it, you know, life doesn't not, you know, I still have challenges in life. There's things that come along, but the, the difference now is I know how to handle them. Mm. I'm there. I'm able to handle it. There's no fear of what is there. there the, whatever is going to, to show up or what chaos tries to come into my life isn't relevant any longer. It's not. And, and this is the piece that we're going to, you get strong within this and you start to feel, wait a minute, I get it. I, I need to not allow this negative history or this concept of somehow I'm living in a, 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 a curse. And, and I, I, I literally met a lady this week that first thing she said is I've been cursed. Mm. And uh, and I said I'm sorry to hear that. You know, yeah. I, I'm trying to, you know, I don't know what to really say to that. And uh, and she went on and me literally saying the word. I, I I think somebody has a curse on me. Uh, I I really believe that because everything I do is is wrong. Everything that happens is wrong. And and I I just can't get on this whole. I have a curse. And I said, well, I said after about 45 minutes of that, I said, you're right. You are horribly cursed. Mm. It is one of the worst curses I've ever seen. <laughs> and she said, really? So you, you can recognize it. I said, absolutely. And, uh, so, and, and she said, well, do you know anybody? I mean, she's thinking a different term than I am. Right. She said, does any, you know, anybody that can help me with this? And I said, I do. I said, uh, I said that this person is equipped to handle it, and I I build her up really way beyond what you can imagine. Uh, this person has all the talent, all the skills, and has the power to instantaneously remove your 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 vision or, or belief that you have a curse and it can happen. And she said, can, "Can I have the name?" And I said, "Yes." And I I said, and I gave her her name, mm. and um, I said the. The curse is you believe your curse. And we spent, you know, quite a bit of time looking at that, processing that. And I, and she said, well, no, 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 no. She kept objecting or telling me why that wasn't accurate. Right. And I said, you came to me with a problem. I'm giving you an answer. I can only answer it so many different ways. I said, why don't you try it differently? Why don't you immediately remove your curse? Why don't you look at the greatness in your life? I saw 
you know, at, you know, I said, it's hard for me to put together, you know, but I, I, I actually arrived at the office at the same time she did. So I said, you pulled up in a one year old Mercedes at most. Um, and I'm finding it hard to view, view the fact that you view your life as cursed as you're driving basically a brand new Mercedes. It just doesn't match. <laughs> um, and and I, and so we we went through a process of all she had going for her mm. and and versus all of this other stuff and i said the stuff that you're talking about and she had a list of of things and, and that were wrong and i said okay so we're going to go through all of these things and she i said give me 10 things that are wrong Let's start with 10 things there are of the 10 things she told me there were nine things that were totally out of her control had nothing to do with her. Mm -hmm. I said, so we're starting with those nine things and we're going to file those away. They have nothing to do with you. That requires another person to take action. You can't make that person behave like you want. The one thing that you're in control of, and and she has a a, perception was she had a weight issue. You know, I said, right now we're going to, we're going to start walking today. You're going to, you're going to start exercising. Uh, You're, you're going, she said, well, what kind of diet are you going to give me? I said, no, no, you're just going to start with these two things. Replace soda with water. And start walking every day and we'll progress as we go and quit thinking of yourself as fat but we'll work on all those things and she calls me three days into this and she said i'm a different person she said i'm i'm i'm, I'm doing what she said the negative thoughts keep coming back i keep reverting back i keep worrying about the things that are out of my control that i stop and say they're not in my control let me focus on what is with me and she said i i've, I've lost like three pounds in a few days i feel great <laughs> that's great and, and she left it her curse. And whatever our listeners are going through, whatever anybody that, that hears this is going through, you're in charge of your own curse. Lift it. Change it. Your happiness is yours and yours alone to control. Happiness is instantaneous when you choose to become happy. We live in an amazing time. I, I, I'm sorry that, that things happen to people. At the same time, I'm glad they do. Because when they get on the other side of it, it's part of the journey. This is an amazing life we've been given. I'm grateful to live it. I'm grateful to get up every morning. And once you start doing that, amazing things start happening in your life. They really do. They do in a big way. Well, thank you for sharing your your post and your perspective because your perspective, as usual, is enlightening and and invigorating and, and exciting because it points us in the direction of where life's adventure is. And everybody needs to be on life's adventure and not sitting on the sidelines. It's so much more fun when you're in the field. So thanks for inviting us out. It is, my friend. By the way, uh, for somebody who's looking for that more personal attention, like that woman who needed your personal attention, how do they reach out to you? Um, Joel Elston at gmail.com is my uh, uh, email address. And joelelston.com is my web address. There's contact information on that. Uh, I do phone sessions. I do individual sessions and uh, do public speaking. So I'm available for a lot of things. If you need any of that, just reach out. Uh, but more than anything, keep listening to LOA today. And we can you know, suggest you subscribe on iTunes. And, and you, you certainly can do that and not miss any of our episodes. Absolutely. In fact, the whole thing about how to subscribe and share is right on the homepage at LOAToday.net. Joel Elston, thanks so much for uh, joining today. I love it as usual and look forward to doing it again with you next week. Well, great to talk to you, my friend. All right. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.